Welcome to the Hello Spiritual Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Amit. And I'm your other host, Jose Garcia. I don't know why I said my last name. <laughs> that just came out. Anyways, we're going to run with that. And on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about creative outlets. I mean, that's what's come up for you. And we wanted to talk about that considering we've been dabbling in these. But before we do that, yes, let's do a little check-in. What's going on in the world of Jose Garcia? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, you know, it's funny. Before we, we, we started recording this episode, I was thinking about this today. I was like, man, like, we usually check in, so I really have to check in because, like, a lot has been going on. And, like, part of me is like, oh, I don't want to really check in with what's really going on because, you know, I, I am talking to someone and what's been going on is my own, like, insecurities coming up right my inner child stuff coming up in this situation and i've been having to do a lot of work around it and the beautiful thing about it is that like i get to do the, i get to do that right i have these tools i have this awareness where i'm like okay i'm feeling a certain way where's it coming from where's it stemming from and i could break that down and then do the work around that it doesn't mean like I'm going to feel better right away because <laughs> um, you saw I mean like we had quite a few conversations about the situation and it was mostly just like me having expectations of the other person and they they weren't meeting my expectations and me trying to control that which is not realistic <laughs> like I can't control the people and I remember I, was, I read this book a while back ago it was about acceptance it's not in the big book or anything like that. It's a separate book, but it talks about like how to deal with multiple, I shouldn't say multiple people, but like different kind of people in your life and how to apply acceptance in every situation, like in relationships, friendships, work, death. I mean, whatever the situation is, it gives you an, an awareness on like accepting people for who they are and not trying to control them. And just allow them to be the individual selves. And at the same time, set your own boundaries so that way you don't get sucked into that. And and that and I reminded myself of that. I was like, oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to control this person. I want them to do what I want them to do on my terms. And it's causing me to have this anxiety and then which triggers my my thinking. And then I start coming up with stories in my head. And I'm running with those stories in my head. And uh, and you and I had a few conversations this week. And you, you you allowed me to kind of ground myself and like remind myself like, okay, I'm going off on tangent. <laughs> I'm making up some shit in my head. <laughs> Let me slow down. And yeah, like I, I communicated with a few people about it. And and then I journal. I was like, you know what? I and I did some inner child work a few times throughout the week. And it's still it was kind of relieving to some of it. And and when I say inner child work, like there's this practice where you put one hand in your heart, the other hand in your belly, and you imagine yourself seeing that inner that child that was hurt, that was abandoned, that was missing something, and you reassure him that you're here for him. You got him. Your love. You self-validate. Exactly. And just remind them that like, hey, you are seen, you are heard. I'm here for you. I'm taking care of you. And so <clears throat> I did that a few times and it really worked. But my brain just kept going later on in the day. Like just 
randomly, right? It just doo, 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 doo. I'm like, whoa, what the hell is hey? And so when I um when I like made the time to actually sit down and like journal, actually the page is right here in front of me. <laughs> I'm not gonna read it. <laughs> That's personal shit. Um hey, Derek, don't look. Um but it, it it's it's crazy how powerful it is and how often I don't do it. <laughs> but when I do it, man, I tell you what, like I had this not feeling in my belly and it's, I, I just start writing and start writing and just like what I would say to this person and what's been on my mind and my heart. And like, as I continue writing, writing, like the anxiety do that not just loosened up a little bit. And by the time I was done, I was like, holy shit, I feel so much better. That was your mental massage. Yes. I was just like, wow, the fucking power of freaking journaling your thoughts and your feelings. And, I mean, mind you, I prayed. Mind you, I meditated. Mind you, I talked to people. I did all the other things that I could do, some inner child work. But, like, just sitting down and taking these thoughts and your feelings and putting in your pen and putting in the paper, it just, like, blew my mind away. And and it gave me the opportunity to actually communicate with this woman and let her know what's been going on in my, my mind. And she just reassured me. She was like, hey, dude, like, I'm still digging you. I still want to get to know you. I still want to hang out with you and stuff like that. And I'm just like, Jose, <laughs> why do you make things up in your head? <laughs> Dude. Um, and then I remember I walked into your room after the conversation I had with her. And something clicked. I was self-sabotaging the whole situation. Because yeah, if you make up this whole story, your demeanor changes based off that story. Then mm -hmm. you show up to the other person. They're just like, what happened? What's going on? But mm -hmm. they don't know the backstory. No, they don't. And so I realized I'm self-sabotaging something before you even started. Be, that always related to me with the, the self-worth. Did you feel that relatable to you? Like you are deserving of that type of relationship? You know what I mean? Because if I, what, why do I self-sabotage? Usually my past history right. was, no uh, self -worth. I don't deserve, I deserve it. it. Yeah. And it was it was so it was it was subconsciously too. It wasn't like I wasn't like conscious of it. It just like it just it just happened. And then like once I you know <laughs> calmed down, I came down, did some journaling, did some praying, meditating, talking to some people. Then I had a conversation that I realized like wait, like I'm self sabotaging something. It doesn't need to be. Like why am I doing this to myself? And like just like you just reminded me, it's like probably your self worth was low at that moment. Probably you didn't feel like you were deserving of it. Um, so, yeah, that's that's been on my mind the past week. But um, but other than that, I mean, I think we recorded what three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, three weeks ago, and so it's it's been fun, dude. It's been fun getting to know this person and going out on dates and conversing and connecting with someone else. And it is a little different because she's a little younger than me. <laughs> um, you know, twenty three. I'm gonna be thirty. Um, but you know, I mean, we connected and I'm not really paying that much attention to the age. It, it comes up here a few times here and there. Uh, she calls me a grandpa because you're in bed at eight. I'm in bed at eight. <laughs> <laughs> I am a grandpa, dude. <laughs> uh, but other than that, yeah, dude, it's it's been a good week given the situation that had happened. But I was so thankful and grateful that I'm in a place in my life where I am sober. I have people, com community. I have these tools. I have this spiritual connection with a higher power. I have 
beautiful and i say beautiful because you guys are freaking angels dude like everyone that's around me are freaking angels you too derek i see you bro um because it, it realigns me man it reminds me like that i have self-worth that i am deserving and like i need that reminder at times um and i start schooling them like in a week so that's like, super exciting i'm gonna be super busy with that but things are just like lining up the way they're supposed to be lined up and i just have to be present with what's going on well, that sounds like a wonderful kind of hectic experience yeah. that you're able to walk through so i'm really proud of you for doing that and it's been a pleasure seeing your growth from afar and not having control over what the hell you do <laughs> you know what i mean um a few things that you what about you man oh never mind go ahead already lost a thought <laughs> <laughs> oh damn jose shut up jose no well you said the last time we recorded was three weeks ago that's mm -hmm. because my birthday was uh last week that's right and i had a trip planned out so yes. I, I i've been planning a trip to go down to la for upwards of a month and through some happenstance of what happened in the last three weeks um segueing to what i've been going through one of my the friends i was going to visit down there he had passed away uh, which was a shock and I walked through some grief around that and then the other person that I was going to visit out there they had some life stuff come up as well that they had to take care of I was like well these things seem like signs that I don't need to go down there what because I felt that anxiety coming up of like I need to make this happen because I did it right yeah, I planned it out I gotta go back and, and it was an opportunity for me to like maybe this is just all coming to a head that I just take a week off from my day-to-day -day things because ever since well the whole shelter in place last march like a whole year ago dude it's freaking insane Damn. um ever since then um my days have not really been consistent but they've been ever growing in the amount of energy that i exert at my job so what this means is by january of this year i'm just i feel like a, a machine where my gasoline is coffee and i just go and do the Espresso. thing yes because they put espresso bar outside my office at work yes that's all yes and he's the one that told him to put it right next to his office i did not no no they, they told they told me to put that there so i'm the person that he's like i'm not gonna blame <laughs> speaking about self-sabotage <laughs> um so given that i had no break i hadn't taken a vacation or an upwards of a year so i was like my inner introvert was like, oh, thank God I don't have to do anything. <laughs> and I just switched up all my plans and I, I went back into the hobbies that I felt I wasn't fulfilling as much now because I'd go to work, burn out, come home, sleep, and I was getting that, that same work, eat, rinse, repeat, whatever cycle again. It didn't feel good. So I tried to sit with myself the first two days and it's crazy how once the human body does something habitually for so long that routine is like it feels like it's ingrained in the dna i remember i used to make fun of you for doing that because on your days off you still wake up at six you're yeah. like god damn it i'm just trying to sleep <laughs> so in. i just want to sleep in <laughs> so on the first day off i wake up at seven and i was like no <laughs> you thought of me too huh? i was like god damn, damn it Jose. It's, it's the energy coming back to me. <laughs> but um, also in the last three weeks, uh, I was talking to numerous women and then like it just, I just stopped. It, cause it, didn't, it didn't feel like it was 
fulfilling. Like I feel like I, I reached the certain point and I was like, this is not where I want to be. And I just shifted and that's perfectly okay. And because of that, then I didn't like, now I have an abundance of energy between not working mm-hmm. for the time that I'm off vacation, not talking to other women and I'm sitting at home. And I was like, what the fuck do I do <laughs> for a whole week? For a whole fucking week. <laughs> so most of those days were just playing with the, because you and I went uh, shooting with our, our cameras, which actually was really dope. We walked around our neighborhood. Yeah, my Friday. Got in trouble with some neighbors, then Bro. made some friends. Hey, we made friends. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, hey, what are you guys doing? We're like, oh, we're just taking photos. They're like, oh, okay, we just saw you on the camera. We're like, yeah, we're, we're, we're neighbors. We're around the corner. So it was it was really dope to just do that. Um, I impulsively bought a drone before you got it on deal, so you, you had to. I impulsively because, like, you know how the, there, there's. Oh, I know you. There's things that ha- you know me. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> there's things that happen, and it just sort of felt right. And I was like, "Can I make this work?" And like, it did. And I was like, "Screw it, let me do it." Because it goes back to that. I started looking at everything in that filter of instrumental materialism or terminal materialism from episode 11, 12, I think. That's a long time ago. About a week ago? No, no about a month no, ago. No, <laughs> about no, two months ago. Don't Bobby Schmurd on this one. <laughs> um, about a week ago. And to that, it was like, I'm, I'm, I have all these tools to create. And that's what I want to do because, you know, back in episode, what, five, six, we're talking about creating and purpose, etc. I discovered that my purpose for the time is to create and I'll dive into that here there. So in this week off, I was sitting with anxiety. I wound up journaling with uh, one of the worksheets from uh, Mantox, looking into the Healing book. Healing the shame that binds you. Healing the shame that binds you. And I finished that worksheet and in there they talked about write a letter to the parent of like what you feel you didn't, um, you you weren't fulfilled in or like they, they weren't able to, to show, up, show for up for you in that life. And I did that and like my, my hand just kept writing a whole freaking page. I was like, I guess there was something here. Yeah. <laughs> and the next thing that said is burn it uh, ritualistically. So the next day I went and burnt it and doing that process, just like you had the experience of journaling, it felt really good to create that, to get it out so that it's tangible and something cognitively about the human perception of something being destroyed helps so for me, writing that, those all those emotions on paper, and then like burning it in the backyard, it felt a, I felt a release in that. So out of the whole week, I was anxiety driven five days out of the week. So the last two days, I chose the journal, <laughs> and then the last day of my little vacation is when I felt the freest, which was very interesting for me. Um, I rode my motorcycle, I played with the freaking drone, I created some some content that I like I'm leaning into more videography because that's what that's what my kick is I vibed off of you jumping into photography because like that gets me the fuck out of the house and gets me playing with the camera which is what I, I need to do and going back to work I felt this whole weight lifted off What the hell? <laughs> since you're making faces Derek. Well, usually Derek doesn't make any eye contact, so since he did, I just wanted to give him the time. <laughs> We're like children with toys. We are. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
um, out of that whole week, what I came out of it with is I have all these toys that I could play with and they help me create, which mm. segues into the topic, this topic. So when we were talking about the, what do we want to talk about this week? I was like, I don't know. Well, you've been on your photography sort of hype and developing and learning about that. And I've been vibing off that and doing my other, I don't know. I, I haven't run down here, but we wanted to talk about creative outlets going back to that purpose episode. That's what reminds me of. It's like the, it's in an energy exchange to me. When I find something that I want to do, there's that gut feeling that like, no matter what, I'm going to do some research on it and I'll do it. And it's like full send energy mode. Right. And that's where it swings to the instrumental materialism where I use these different objects to help me create these types of art that I want to do. I had an old camera. I used that. And I mean, I felt my skills needed to get a different tool to level that up. So when you got into the, the, the photography, I was like, screw it. I'm just going to send it. And then I did. And then I was like, I was very happy with that purchase. Cause like I'm shooting like something every other day, which is really dope. Cause then it, it ignited the same feeling as when we were all skateboarders and I'd be the, the kid with the camera Yeah. and I just go make some weird edits and I'll be at that time. I wasn't the soberest, but I still create regardless the derivative of it is I want to make some content. Have you see the world through my eyes, through this media, you know, other people paint, other people make music, etc. There's different ways to have this creative outlet, but the derivative is the same. What drives you to do that? So I'm going to segue back to you. What do you feel like your creative outlets are? You know, as I'm sitting here, you know, reflecting and the one that pops in my head, and this is a story from like high school. I remember I was dating this chick <clears throat> and she was like, you're very black and white. Like, shit, you don't have any dreams. You don't ever want to do anything. And I didn't, bro. Like I had no creative like thinking at all. Like, you know, I, I come from the hood. Like, for us, it's like to get out the hood and get a job and like and retire. Like, that's that's all I thought about. That's all I knew. Like, even leaving Richmond was like, where where am I? Like, what is this? So, like, I was so, like, caged with this is all I know. I didn't know anything outside of that. And I remember, I remember she told me that. And I was like, what's wrong with that? Like, well, what's wrong just wanting to get a job and, like, and retire later in life? Like, what's wrong with that? And with her, she's an artist. She creates. She makes music. She writes her own music. She had this, I don't want to say fantasy, but she had this very creative mindset that I did not have. And so I didn't, I didn't really have anything. Like, honestly, like for the longest, and we had a conversation recently and what really expanded my, my creative, like thinking and like wanting to do something different was when I read that one book, who say you can't, you do. And I'm telling you, ever since I read that book, like something just opened up in my head. Something just, it just opened wire. Like, oh wait, there's more to, to it than just like, just working at a nine to five job. There's more to it. There's so much more I could do. I'm just stopping myself. Cause I don't think I'm worthy or deserving to do something different. Mm, there it is again. Exactly. Self-worth. Self -worth. And 
I mean, I've done a lot of things throughout the years, but like, even with like, you know, the film photography, like I just got into it and like, I just saw like, you know, Kobe getting into it. And I'm like, man, like I was jealous. I'm like, damn, dude, like, I want to do that. I want to do that too. too. Like, how come I can't do that? And like, he just picked it up and he just started doing research and start, you know, putting himself out there. And then like, he started creating some beautiful things and, and I've seen other people doing it. I'm like, why can't I do it? It's like exactly who's stopping you. You are. You stopping yourself. And so I always refer back to that book because, like, I'm telling you, ever since I read that goddamn book, it unlocks something in my head or my heart, wherever you want to say, or my soul or whatever. It unlocks something that allow me to expand beyond what I think I can. And since I've been getting into photography, bro, like, it's been... I mean, it's kind of night and day from the first time I went to go shoot to the way I'm shooting now. Like, I'm getting so comfortable with just the adjustments and aperture to ISO and the shutter speed and all that kind of stuff. Now I'm just focusing on the framing and, like, what I want to put in the frame. And, dude, like, I mean, even we talked about it yesterday or Thursday about the community, like, we have gone through just photography. I mean, we have all kinds of community. We have our skater community. We have our family community. We have a sobriety community and, you know, I got my job community and they're, they're, you know, that's a little different, but now I'm starting to open, open up to this new community, which is like photography, dude. And it's pretty cool. People are like digging my work. <laughs> like people have like sent me messages like, Hey dude, like I'm really digging your perspective. I like your look. I like what you're, what you're shooting of. And I'm like, what? Like me? <laughs> Yeah, you you you, 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 you like my stuff? You do the thing. <laughs> this is kind of cool. <laughs> um, and it's been really, really cool, man. And I, I dig, I, I did fall in that trap of like, of going for the likes, and how many people are liking my pictures, and I was like, how come no one's liking my pictures? Like, da, 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 and I fell into that trap, right? Because like, then I separated the 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 sole purpose of me creating. Now I'm just creating for the likes. I'm not creating because I want to just put stuff out there so people can see it. And I caught myself doing that. And I'm like, Jose, like, this is not why you want to create. You're creating because you want to show your vision to the world, whoever following you. You just want to share that with other people because we all have a diff- we all have a vision. We all have a creative outlook, right? And I'm just trying to put that out there and show people, hey, this is what I see. And I got I got caught into the likes. Like I need more likes or and it's like, nah, dude. Reevaluate the reason why you're doing this. And ever since I kind of got myself out of that, I just started enjoying just, you know, I post like about three three photos a day, just like post them out because you know my film photography film camera takes thirty six pictures, so like I have a, I have a lot of photos, <laughs> and I just turn in two rolls, so that's gonna be a ton of pictures coming out after that, but. Dude, it's, it's been really, really, really cool just expanding and pushing the edge of, like, I don't know what I'm doing, but, like, I'm going to do the research, and I'm going to ask questions, and I'm going to reach out to people that know what they're doing. And, dude, I, I met quite a few people. I went shooting with this one girl in, in Oakland. I never met her. We just went shooting. And this other guy that lives in Rodale that I follow, he started following me. Well, he started following me first, and and he took pictures in Rodale. I was like, wait, dude, you, you live in Rodale? He's like, yeah. I was like, dude, I live in San Pablo. I was like, let's, he's like, let's go shooting. <laughs> And so it's just like, it's nice. It's nice to get out there and enjoying the sun and and just creating. It's beautiful. 
that sounds like such a wonderful journey and it sounds similar to my one of my most creative outlets that i funnel into a lot is the guards like early on in this podcast like i was talking about painting the car doing this doing that and i get to make that car the way that i want to make it like there's this image in my head and i'm trying to make it on this physical plane you did mention some, something that I want to touch on. You did mention like you got stuck into the trap of the likes, the external validation. Yes. The same thing happened to me with that, that car stuff. Cause I noticed in, in my years of being in, in the car community and it ever changing, you know, newer generation, older generation joining here and there. Um, I got stuck into, Oh, what, what if I put this part of my car? No one's going to like it. Do, do this, do this. And I'm like building the, at the end, I'm ending up trying to build a car for this very generic idea of what, who the hell's going to judge me. But then doing a lot of this inner work, I discover that self-worth of what I'm capable of and start to self-validate, start self-regulate some of these emotions around it. And then I fall back in love with this creation of this car. It's, it's like half done. And people's like, oh, why don't you put the bumper? I was like, I like it the way it is right now, yeah. you know? Back off, fool. <laughs> and I noticed how, you know, I was going to a tangent real quick. The social media perpetuates this a lot because the idea of perfectionism, et cetera. But the people that have more retention of their audience, I've noticed, are the ones authentically displaying their own energy. Like, I made this car really the way that I want to make it. People say, like, why don't you do this for the wheels? Why don't you do this for the flares? It's like, but you make it if you want to do that. You're just the account on the internet <laughs> you ain't no one <laughs> but it's the same creative energy that at least it's the relatability i'm finding between what i do with the cars and what you're doing with the photography it goes down to i w don't feel that tired when i'm researching about something mm -hmm. around that you get fired up and you yeah you get a, you get inspired and with that you find other like-minded people that that are doing the same thing through that law of attraction throughout my years of dabbling in the car community, following different accounts. Like, Hey, you live right down the street yeah. from me. Like homeboy did lives down the street from uh, me. Around the corner. Yeah. And no, well there's three now. Oh. They saw my car parked in the front. It was like, and they just pulled up on me. I was like, I'm about to give my ass beat. I was like, no, they're just really kind <laughs> individuals. They had a bet going. They're like, this car looks like it's turboed. And then we just had a, like a five minute conversation. He wanted to give me a power steering pump for the car. Well, my first car that I'm still trying to get back up and running. So that community, since they all have the same emotion and dedication to the craft, they, they understand each other. Just like how the other photographer probably understands the way you're getting into it. And if I focus on the energy of like, this is dope, this is pure, it feels like two adult type of children at play, then I'm always going to create authentic type of stuff. The minute I get into that external validation of things, I notice that energy turned dark. It, 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 it demotivates me. Then I feel my soul, myself starting to get soul sucked out of it. So for me, right when you start getting into the photography stuff, um, I use that as a kind of a hype energy for me to jump into something that I've wanted to do for a long time. Back in the day, we used to skateboard a lot and I was like trying to figure out camcorders and stuff and trying to make videos. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing back then. I was doing it for the clout more or less the, 
I want the external validation because the older kids are making videos. Yeah, we want our own videos and we want everyone to watch our scary videos. Yeah, so wasn't your guys called boredom? Yeah, we were called boredom. It was spelled incorrectly. (laughs) (laughs) And the difference between then and now, because this is the same kid wanting to create, is I'm just going out and seeing something. It's like, oh, I could record that. And I was like, I wonder what I could make a edit of a video about that. And not even focusing on what the outcome is. Like the two videos that I made prior to us recording that I just showed you guys. I'm very proud of those. Oh, I'm yeah. a little kid of like, yeah, look at the thing. I made it the thing. I did a thing. And it makes me really happy because I'm not looking at it for the external validation. It does kind of like uh, build me up a little bit. Gives you a little juice. A little juice sometimes when I need it, but that's not my main focus. My main focus is like, how can I create this a little different? And it just goes so deep as soon as I let go of that external construct and find depth within myself to create more. That leads to what you talked about, the communities. Yeah. Hobbies, I feel like are very important because it allows me to funnel this. Sounds like a broken wheel, huh? You want to go shoot them? No, that's this little douche hound. He can't. He can't get it on the roof. Oh. He got little legs. <laughs> I mean, already knows. I, they got three dogs. There's one that goes on the roof. There's one that just stays in the backyard. Then there's a little douche hound that doesn't. It doesn't stop yapping. Um, it. That's all it knows how to do is get attention that way. That's raised that way. It sounds like a. Bro, it sounds like a squeaky wheel, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> and you can't unhear that. No. I'm sorry, Derek, you got to edit this. Yeah. <laughs> you do your best. Um, the community that, that's what I was saying, hobbies. I feel hobbies are important because it allows us to dabble in something and see if we it feels right. So what this means is like the, all the hobbies that I've had, I have so many, so many hobbies and I don't look down at the time spent at them because they fulfilled me at that time. What I look at it as is more like the, you were playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Yeah. You had the stat bar. Yeah. And if you went to, to work out, that stat went higher. But if you went to the burger place, that stat went higher. So either you got fitter or you got you know Better. more chunky. <laughs> I look at it the same way. It's like we're, we're getting into the world with a certain you know base level of stats and if all these bars are hobbies, like I'm just funneling more into it. I could always tap back into it when I want to. And that's okay. That's my decision. So between the cars, me getting into motorcycles randomly and the drone, the camera to shoot videos and not even including the computer stuff. Like these are all hobbies that I love to do that are tools that help me create. And I'll tap back into them here or there. With all this video stuff that I'm recording, I'm noticing that I need to go back into the computer and build that up because 4K video editing takes a lot of bandwidth. So my laptop is is reaching its threshold. It's like, Ugh. And I'm happy that I spent that time some somewhat obsessing on these videos of like, what's the next tech thing for the board or this case or these lightings? Because now I have some baseline to go back to. Just like the photography thing where you got into it and I was like, I remember doing a light study of this, but then I dropped it. So I used the same energy that you gave off to jump back into it. With that, you get the community of people to ask for help. Right. You mentioned 
man, I want to do that too. Cause you saw someone else putting out some art Yeah. and the letting go of the fear of rejection around all that allows that energy to come in. Cause if I'm going out there with that authentic energy, it's always going to be reciprocated. If not, then I go back to one of the, the sick person prayer. Maybe that person has something in their life that they're dealing with. I don't need to retaliate at them. Thus, I complete the cycle, that language of love. Yes. <laughs> you, you impact a lot there. <laughs> I'm trying to sit here and think, I'm like, how can I follow up with that? <laughs> you don't need it. It's authentic. No, no, it's not. It's not, it's not authentic. It's not, I know it's authentic, right? Grounding. <laughs> you slow down the caffeine. Coffee. Coffee. Um, no, as, as you were speaking, and it reminded me of the conversation we had recently about like the way I view th things when I was skateboarding, like, you know, you drive by and you look at things. Like, oh, I might not be a cool spot to do this trick. That'd be a cool spot to do that. And that's the way I look at photography now. Like I have this new lens, this new way of looking at things. Now when I'm driving, I'm fucking like, just like, Oh, that looks really nice. So I'm, this new creative outlet just expanding like the way I, I view the world now. Like I'm noticing the small things I probably wouldn't have noticed before. Doesn't that count as being present and or a meditative action? Yep. Yeah. And it allows me to slow down and just like look at the beauty. Look, 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 look what around us. Like today I was driving to get a haircut. And I looked to the right, I was like, oh my God, look at the tree. So I like slow down and I take a picture of it, <laughs> which is not advisable. You should not be doing that while you're driving. I do the same thing with cars. I understand. <laughs> yeah. See? So it's like, it just, it expanded my, the way I view things, man. And it's been really, really, really cool to, to tap into this. And you mentioned to me the other day, it was like, do you have any other creative outlooks, outlets that you use? And I've, like I said, I could explain a little earlier, like I never thought, I could create or I wasn't a creative person. So I'm just tapping into that. But the way I am is I'm very impulsive and I like to do, I tend to do a lot, a lot. So coming to this uh, photography um, setting, I, I wanted to just focus on that and not pick up multiple things. Look, let me get into this. Let me enjoy it and learn what I need to learn and like, and see where that goes. And maybe if I want to try something different, I'll try something different. But but that's new for me. To like actually just like do one thing at a time. That's very different for me because I'm like all over the place. Like I'm like squirrel, 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 squirrel. But I was like, no, let me just take my time and there's no rush. Like I just want to start doing photography and excuse me. You're excused. Gracias. Um and do I cover everything on my notes? So did I. So literally everything on my notes. I looked down. I was like, "Wait, we already said everything." <laughs> uh, the last thing that I want to cover on it is something that I felt like I skipped over, which was all of these passions and hobbies. They allow me to tap into exactly what you touched on—the the meditative state of being present right here, right now. Everything's fine. I'm not worried about the future. I'm not worried about the past. When I'm out there working on the car, I'm just trying to fix the problem if it, it may be one thing or how can I make this car look a little bit different? And then I, I get into that little creative nook in my head of like, well, if you use this Home Depot thing and this, that, that, and it just, it just tangents, I swear to God. Or 
you're noticing the landscape of everywhere you go. Exactly how we used to do when we would skate. Oh, that'd be that that the ADA ramp would look dope to like hit the rail, do this, or there's a staircase over there. Whereas a normal person would just walk by it. That they haven't seen it through our lens. And if I were to put it in like a metaphor, it's like having the whole world as like this giant playground. Yeah. Cause then it invokes this like uplifting sort of energy that I just want to participate in. When we took that walk around the neighborhood to just take pictures, I, I noticed so many flowers and so many, so much nature around that. That's what I have as my concept of a higher power right now. And to be present, to notice these things other than the hibiscus in the front that I'm still trying to hopefully didn't die. I, I replanted some soil in it. Anyways, um, to be present and take photos and see how can I change the composition and like do all this, it allows me to be present, allows me to ground. You don't focus on anything else. The I noticed I took that same thing into me riding the motorcycle. I'm still learning it, so I, I'm riding around the neighborhood. But what I noticed is during that time that I was riding the motorcycle, I wasn't worried about anything else. So I'm too focused on not dropping the bike and not <laughs> crashing. Not dying. <laughs> but it is dope. And I wish that on as many people to tap into these things as they can. But where would they tap into that? How would they discover that? I think that's the last portion that I want to cover. I mean, I think if you, if you like, for example, this guy just reached out to me on, on Facebook. He was like, Hey dude, I'm really like enjoying your photography. Like you're inspiring me. And like, I really want to get into hobbies and I just don't know what to do. I was like, well, do something you wanted to do. And he listed out a few things. I'm like, just do it. I like, just do it. Don't think about it. Just do it. Cause you spend more time thinking about it than actually doing it. <laughs> you know? And so like like for me, I thought about it and I I was like, I don't know. But I was like, no, just do it. Just just buy the camera. Just do it. Send it. Send it. You know, and I sound weird saying it. <laughs> Cindy. And I just say, screw it. Just just go for it, man. And like now I'm having a really good time for it. And maybe I may want to try something different. But for for now, like I'm I'm still super new, newbie, dude. Like even people that like comment on my stuff. I'm like, like I just started like a few weeks ago. Like, <laughs> like this is all new to me still. Excuse me. And so... I thought it was really cool that I was able to share my experience with this dude because he, he got inspired by me. Just like these other people inspire me to do something. And it was up to me to actually do it. Because I could get inspired by a lot of people. I can motivate by a lot of people. But like it's up to me to actually do it. Like I have to put the action behind it. It sounds like a great idea. But if you don't like make it happen, like it's just a good idea. <laughs> So, um, yeah, there's some, I mean, if you guys are listening to us, like if there's something that you've been wanting to try, just try it. I think you, you mentioned something that you told that person, which reminded me of what I actually went through to get to the coding boot camp. There was a reading that I read that had me list out what are, what are places that I want to go this year? What are things that I want to try this year? And I, I put it in a list 
Something about journaling, something about putting it down on paper. I'm telling you, bro. Some power and and maybe cognitive recognition of writing tangible stuff on. I wish I could do it often, but it's just one of those things where we tend to do it when like shit kind of hits the fan. It doesn't have to be the case. I, I, I know, so I'm saying like I don't I, know I can, why. I can use my own advice on that too because yeah. I don't do the same thing. It's funny when you tell people advice and you're like, wait, I need to hear that. Doing it? I need to hear that. But to list out a few things that give that little spark of like, hey, this is awesome. Hey, this feels good. Or hey, this feels like I'm a child at play again. I think that is the same energy that we're, we're talking about. Writing those things down and just jumping into it. Be it in the, in today's day and age with technology, you could I'm a visual, more visual learner. So I'll find a bunch of videos, some are clickbait, some are not on YouTube about how to get into whatever craft and get a vague idea and then do some things in there and then I'll find the community by doing that. Yeah. I'm I'm heavy on social media. So between me and like my five, four Instagram accounts that are in different areas that I enjoy, between the cars, between the tech, between, you know, the podcast for one and my personal one they have different communities. And from there I have different audience engagement and I can engage with different communities that you're talking about. Cause the car community that I have probably isn't going to have the same ideas and or same mindset as a sobriety community that I have versus the bike community or the photography community of yours. But through us being open-minded. That's a Mustang. No, that sounds like a Honda. Damn it. And they were getting right. Well, you hear the the V8 is is. I don't got an V8. I just but, hear the muffler. <laughs> but that one is. I hear. You're thinking of the one Mustang that that's always loud for no reason. No, I, I know the sound of that one. He's got a messed up exhaust. Anyways, <laughs> your personal opinion. Uh, yeah, I'm dogging on him because I want a lot of exhaust. Um, a child at play type of energy, and then into the community. With all both of us being open minded and just asking people or having the energy open for these people to engage with us, we create these other secondary tertiary communities where we could always tap back into it. Like me going to the car community, I feel like I could find a tow truck for anyone in the East Bay right now because I have that somewhere saved on that particular profile. Yeah. And then there's stuff for you have where you're building it out for something with photography. Mm-hmm. You know someone in some area of the Bay, the, the Bay Area. And that's how it just grows. So I would suggest writing it down, something that gives you that small spark, because that's all it takes. Yes, it's just sparking a little action. You, you hear these stories about people saying, I just tried this, and then like I was in love, and I did this thing, and now it's my career. That I, You never know what's going to happen. Right. I had this, I had that with the, the coding stuff and I put that on the back burner and I shifted gears and I use that information and that knowledge in my current job. And I don't know where it's going to take me in the future, but I know I'm, I'm good at what I do because I'm pr- present when I do it. I'm not trying to do that imposter syndrome thing to the T again, but I'm being present and being human with how well I'm able to retain all that information. So writing stuff down, dabbling a little bit into it, feeling inside of, does that sit well with me? And then just going out there, discovering the community. I mean, it allows me to be present on this earth because then you can tap into seeing the world differently. Yeah. It's, right. I mean, like I say, it, it just, 
and I'm always gonna refer back to that book. It just since that moment, dude, like it expanded my horizon. I'm like, oh wow, like there's there's I don't see black and white anymore. Like I see beautiful colors and like I can do things. Like that's amazing. Like a hood kid coming from North Richmond, living the life that I live today. I have a freaking podcast. I have a really good job. I am going back to coaching to be, you know, a life coach. I'm doing that. I'm doing photography. I have a host of friends. I'm like, who would have thought? Like, a kid that didn't even know what San Pablo was. <laughs> like, I had no idea what that was. Like, as soon as you leave Richmond, I was like, where am I at? Like, what is this? To where I'm at today by stepping into the edge, you know, pushing the edge a little bit, trying things differently, doing this, doing that, and like expanding. I'm just like, man, there's so much more, dude. There's so much more to life. And I was... I'm sure it has to do a lot with like the limited beliefs that I had growing up and stuff like that. But like stepping out of that. Well, that goes into all what we talked about in the last few episodes. Cause the main thing all we're, of them. the main thing that I want to uh, point out about this is that we found our own individual self-worth around these things by doing this inner work, by looking at the shadow work. Sobriety was a huge catalyst for me personally to even discover what the hell are emotions stepping stone, yeah. and then start the work. Cause then I'm like, I, I am deserving of all these things, you know, like I don't, I don't need to waste energy on these other mundane things that keep me in this trap of a system of my mind. Um, but I think the, the last thing that I want to say on that is we are all deserving of the life that we want to live with serenity and like peace in your freaking heart. Cause I remember for the longest time I carried this anxiety, this fear, this like really high tension feeling all the time. Whenever I was trying to do this creative outlet stuff for the, you know, the, the external validation reasons. And it didn't, it didn't feel good to do all that work allows me to tap into greater energy to exert back into this and then end up inspiring others. Cause like, there's one quote that came up when you were talking about that is when you're motivated, create, when you need inspiration, read. Mm. And I found that true. Cause when I read the books that we all talk about in this podcast or some of the other libraries that we have yet to read between our two separate rooms, 35, we books. don't talk about those books. We don't read <laughs> whenever I am looking for that inspiration. I could just pick up one and see what what's in there. Cause some creative outlet for that person to create is in that book. I soak in that energy and I can regurgitate it out. So I think we covered all that we want to talk about and then some. Yeah. I mean, we, we say a lot and like we always talk about, like this is just our experience, our perspective on things. And we're just here to share that with everyone that listens to us. And also, wait, by the time you guys hear this episode, we're probably going to already, we're going to be interviewed. <laughs> I was going to shout out the interview we have next week, but... Shout out Cool Comp Podcast. I think it's Cool, cool and Calm Podcast. Is it Cool and Calm Podcast? Yeah. Cool and Calm. Shout out Cool and Calm Podcast. One of our homies, uh, we call him Vo. Uh, the other homie is Lance. They're doing a podcast about uh, hip-hop and dissecting what that means, what the history of that is. And just like everything else on this planet, it goes deep. And they have some good uh, streams I think I forget it's on Twitch. It's on Twitch. I don't have Twitch. I have Twitch. So we're getting interviewed on that on March 4th. It will be released at a later date. So this may come out by then. Right. 
So that's why we want to bring it up. To let so you that's guys know. Support the, the the bros too, because they shout us out all the time when we post our 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 podcast on Instagram. They're always reposting our stuff, so we want to you know reciprocate that energy and, and let them know that hey, we're here to support them too, and we're excited to be interviewed. That's that's pretty cool. Hey, hey, we're like we don't know what we're doing. Here we are, <laughs> Cindy. Send it energy. So, uh, what I wanted to end it off with is if you have something that's to your calling write it out feel it out if that's hard for you to isolate feel free to reach out to us you know like jose at jose aka che this is on instagram myself at asg240 or at the communal podcast page at hella spiritual podcast and if you need any audio needs gang you can hit up our our beautiful wonderful producer who's a master at handstands <laughs> at D underscore S N E D dot wave for all your audio production needs. He makes our voices sound so crisp. Yes. <laughs> and listens to all of our stuff every time. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Derek. I love you. Um, he loves us too. But yeah, if you, I want to end it with the send energy. Yeah. Cause I have that written on my car and it's meant something different over the course of the year. It's, the same feeling you got when you're like, should I get that camera? But ah, you're finding that traditional belief mm-hmm. of like, oh, it's too expensive. I was like, just send it. Send it. it. Yeah. If you feel that feeling inside of like, this is going to go far because I believe in mm-hmm. it, send, send it. it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even like my coaching stuff, like, send it. Why not? Go for it. Send it. So send it. let us know what your send it energy is or if you need help finding that send it energy. Until then, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace out. Peace out.